The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Bonjour, bienvenue, and welcome to Ashling Larkin, the TV chef of the Mindful Eating Coach, who has a veritable French feast in front of me this week. Bonjour. Oh, God, it looks great. Doesn't it? Uh, so what's the inspiration for this? So we are talking about when you go to a country, what should you eat? So a lot of times we kind of hit France and we think baguette and we think fromage and, you know, we're all over pan that. Pan au chocolat. Pan au chocolat every morning, yeah. Yep. Maybe moules frites in the evening. <laughs> but, like, there's so many more different foods and I suppose really Regionally, when you go to different regions, there's very classic dishes that you probably should have, maybe a little bit that you've heard of before, some that you haven't. So for everybody travelling to France this summer, I've got some lovely inspiration for some dishes that you should totally try when you're there. And then I have a couple of great kind of recipes and hacks for how you can recreate them simply at home. So not maybe totally authentic, but equally as delicious. So, I mean, when we talk then about French food... um, like it's such a vast country that there isn't a specific French food really is there? No, there's so many like and they're you know kings and queens of food like let's call it what it is. So I think if we start down in Nice let's go down that direction Um, they've got a couple of very quintessential dishes down there that if you head down that direction that you should totally try. The first one is something called Soka and it's something we don't hear about very often. I actually had this years ago in Croatia first. Right. Um, but it's basically like, almost like a cross between a flatbread and a pancake, but it's really crispy. So it's made with chickpea flour or gram right, flour. Okay. Um, so you do equal parts of chickpea flour and water, a couple of drops of olive oil, make this batter, let it rest, and then they fry it super, super hot in these cast iron pans. It comes out like this, almost like a poppadon, like really thin, really, really crispy. They sprinkle it with salt. So you know when you go to a restaurant and they bring out like a, a basket of bread? Yes. Then in Nice, they bring this out first. Okay. Like, long day, trekking around, little glass of wine, little beer, and it's just so crunchy and salty. It's absolutely delicious. Lovely. So I highly recommend a soca. Okay. Um, what's a salad? Ni- salad niçoise. Niçoise. That's a tuna salad. Oh, right, okay. But it's a fancy tuna salad, or I suppose it's not even fancy, it's just very classically French in how they do it. So tuna, um, little waxy potatoes that are boiled, served cold, tomatoes, French green beans, um, hard-boiled eggs, and olives, and then they serve them on a big bed of greens. But the secret, if you want to create a tuna niçoise or a niçoise salad at home, is really good tuna. So go beyond your John typical, West yeah, tins. Yeah, there's a company in Ireland called Shines, and they're doing beautiful tinned tuna. It's just a step up. If you okay. want something a little bit nicer, it's really, really nice. And your salad dressing. There's a very specific salad dressing that comes with salad um, niçoise, which is red wine vinegar is the base. So you always have to have an acid and an oil. And it's not lemon juice. It's not white wine vinegar. It has to be red wine vinegar. It has to be Dijon mustard, garlic, thyme, salt and pepper. Okay. And then if you didn't want a salad and you wanted something a bit more nourishing, you go for pan banya, which what is, is basically... What is pan banya? <laughs> it's basically... It sounds Asian almost, doesn't yeah. it? But it's a salad niçoise in a roll. A tuna salad in a sandwich. Totally. Mm, not mad about tuna in a sandwich now. I like I tuna. It just gets, the sandwich, the bread gets gets waterlogged. Soggy. Yeah. It does, yeah. It does. So, and I'm they sorry, purposely almost Pan puree Man, yeah. it down a little bit to, to make that because all the juices and they want that, that dressing to go into the bread so it actually is soggy on the inside oh, and it's crusty on the outside. No, no they can keep their pan banyas okay, down in these. Right. I'll well, have listen. my salad. I have something else for you that I know okay. but I'm, I'm thinking you're going to love which is another niece favourite which is Pisa Ladiere. Pisa Ladiere. So it is basically um, a cross almost between a pizza and a pie. But to say okay. that you're underselling it. It's like onion. So it's an onion based pizza pie tart. Right. But it's 
so delicious. So the idea would be that you have a yeast bread base. You caramelize, slowly caramelize onions and butter. Sit those mm-hmm. on top. You strip over anchovies and black olives sit on top. And you bake it in the oven and you have it like a slice of pizza, almost a slice of pie. So the recipe that I've developed yes. for us for today, and I will put this up on my website, um, ashlingnarkin.ie, is puff pastry. All butter puff pastry. You cut into it actually while okay. I'm um, telling you about it. So it's all butter puff pastry. Then rather than having the black olives on top, because I kind of think they go a little bit dry and they look a bit miserable, I used a black olive tapenade. So that's like a a black olive paste. So that's on the bottom. So cut your um, pastry into a rectangle. Then kind of an indent about a centimetre around. Then layer your black olive tapenade on the bottom. Caramelise your onions. And then you sit your anchovies. But I didn't get normal anchovies. I got hot smoked anchovies to sit on top. And we're going to serve that with a little glass of Touraine. So Touraine is a beautiful chilled white wine. Mm. Very similar to a Sauvignon Blanc. French wine, really, really nice. So I'm going to pass that over to you as well. <laughs> it's, a, it's a messy one. It's a messy one. Mm. I'm still going onions like they're spaghetti here. But mm. the onions are so sweet. Oh, and delicious. then you've got that kind of salty tang yeah. from the, the olives. Some of anchovy into me. Yeah. Like smoked anchovies. They're new to me now. I've had them years ago somewhere. Mm. But they're That's like, really good. I know. They're delicious, aren't they? God, where did you buy them? They are, Lilliput stores are doing them and I got them, we have a beautiful foodie shop in Dungarvan called Cass & Co and I've, I've got them in there. They're only three fifty for a little packet of them and like they're just, if they're you, really good. aren't they? If you've yeah. never had an anchovy or you're not an anchovy lover, like yeah, that is the way to try them. Some people find them a bit too much like just eating the sea. Yeah, texturally, yeah. for a lot of people they're funny as well. But they're, they're delicious, the smoked ones. Aren't they? Mm. Like really, really good. So that's your piece à la diere. Um, and it's one that you see like all that. of the times quintessentially in, in the delis. But it's it's lovely. And like I said, this is a, like a super hacky, fast way to make it at home. And like I think aperitif in the garden, you know, it's one of those ones, it kind of, it's different and it's really like so much But if I was it. in Nice or in the south of France, I'd have actual olives there as opposed to tapping out. Yeah. Not going to lie, I think my version is a bit better. I like it now. Well, I... I Ashling, I'll have to bow to your superior knowledge there. I haven't had the original. I'll have to go to Nice and you taste will. test. Yeah, mine is better. I'm but that you. is very, very good. It is delish. It really is. So where are we going to next now? Provence. Tour? Oh, lovely. We are going to talk about a provincial tian or provincial tian. It's vegetables. So it's basically, um, it's like a ratatouille. But it has, rather than cooking your vegetables in tomato sauce, you layer them up in a circle. So it's like a side dish you'd get. But I, like, I really urge you to try it. It's okay. like aubergine courgettes, peppers, onions, all cut into circles in a circular dish, in an earthenware dish. And then they're roast in the oven. So that's a really, really lovely one. The other one then is petit farci. Now these are kind of more almost like peasant food, street food a little bit. You don't see them in kind of the more, you'd have to go back streets to get yourself these, right? And they're lovely because again, they're that real kind of sustainable piece. Um, They are basically vegetables like courgettes, tomatoes, onions. The the vegetables that are really plentiful at this time of year, Mm -hmm. they roast them off in the oven, but they make almost like a meatball filling. So pork or beef um, mince, a little bit of milk, a little bit of breadcrumbs, a little bit of anchovies in there, and then they sit it on top, roast them in the oven. Really nice starter. Oh, they they roast the little meatballs on top of those On top veg. of the veggies. Okay, yeah. lovely. It's a really clever one. It's not something you see very often, um, but it is lovely. The other one then is a boulebase, which is like a tomato-based um, fennel, saffron, seafood stew. Really, really nice. You've got your kind of meaty fish, like your monkfish in there. You've got your shellfish. Um, and I, it's one we probably hear a lot about, but be sure to get your roulis to go on top, which is... Um, 
a saffron garlicky mayonnaise that goes on top and you dip your crusty bread into the tomato oh, juices into the mayonnaise. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, one that people will be familiar with here, quiche Lorraine. Oh, I love a good quiche yeah, Lorraine. Do yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah, I, I do. Like, and it's such a classic and it's so simple, but... I just think like it's one of those dinners that you can knock up in no time but you just have to get a few little things right. What do you have to get right? The pastry. Short crust pastry. Okay. Um, use butter when you're doing it. Don't try and use margarine. It never works properly. Chill your pastry. Um, just make sure it doesn't shrink. Bake your pastry blind. Then you're filling. Really good hack. You're using double the eggs to cream. You can okay. use cream or you can use milk. Like, ah, don't bother use the cream. milk. Use cream. <laughs> Use the cream. Cheese, I would go with something like a really sharp cheddar mixed with like a vintage Gruyere. Maybe an Emmental, but that vintage Gruyere, that smoky mm. is really lovely. So I've cooked you a quiche just to have a little nibble because it, we can't talk about French food without talking about quiche. The other thing is normally in a quiche you can put like smoky bacon lardons. Don't try and shortcut with slices a packet ham like it doesn't work oh really so I cooked a ham last night and then shredded it all up and put it into the filling mm. so you've got gorgeous cheese in there the cheese actually used is a Waterford cheese it's a smoked sharp cheddar mixed oh and with you can the taste that beer. smokiness yeah so you've got that then with the ham with the real ham mm. with your beautiful pastry it's just lovely again goes really, really nice with nice, that glass yeah. of white wine kind of, it's, it's just it kind of obligatory yeah. a little bit isn't it or a glass of water would be fine obviously yeah. Oh, no, this is really, really nice. Now, I love that smoky taste. Yeah, it's lovely. It's, mm. And like I said, it's an easy one on hot or cold, in a picnic. Yeah, good quiche. Absolutely delicious. The next one that we have... God, I'm glad I skipped my lunch now today. I know. I brought a lot of French yeah, food for us today. Yeah, it's great. And we've got two. We've got another course to go and dessert. My God. So what's our next course? We're going course? to be wheeled out of here. Uh, we are talking duck à l'orange and dauphinoise potatoes. Okay. You're going to be, this is going to be a hard sell now, the duck. Oh, go on, why? I just find it a bit, um, I'm just, uh, I wouldn't be the biggest fan of duck. I'd never order it. Never, ever order duck. Wow. Mm. Okay, right. Well, no pressure then. I know. So, this is comfy duck. So, comfy duck. I know, I'm like, (laughs) we need a longer segment. (laughs) Um, I'll I'll talk about the duck for a minute. So, what Mm. we're going to do is, this is duck legs. Mm, they smell good. Roast in the oven. So they're confit duck legs. Now, what I am going to tell you is I did not confit my own duck legs. Okay. I bought them from the supermarket. Very disappointing. I know, I do apologise. <laughs> you know what? The supermarkets, we've got really good Irish duck producers and the supermarkets in Ireland, when you buy these duck... Um, you know, the, the confit of duck or the duck legs that are already cooked. Yeah. They're gorgeous. They're really nice. If you dig in under the skin, you've got the flesh um, and it's so the crispy skin on top and then you've got the flesh on the bottom. It should be beautiful and soft when yeah, it's confit it coming out of the oven and it almost falls apart. Yeah, it's nearly like a pulled pork kind of texture. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you about my sauce. Okay. So this is a little cheat, right? If you like duck and you make it at home. So it's an orange sauce for duck. You basically buy the duck in the supermarket, pop it in your oven tray and then the sauce is two huge tablespoons of marmalade. Okay. A shot of whiskey and a pinch of Chinese five spice. Okay. Or spice bag mix, either one. Roast it in the oven 25 minutes. I think it's delicious. That's a lovely sauce now. Thanks very much, mm. isn't it? Yeah. It's a great one. Like it'll work with chicken as well, but it works brilliantly with the, with the duck. So it means you can just, like that duck is about six or seven euro in the supermarket and you get... You know, it's it's good value, I suppose, but just by that simple little sauce going on top, you're elevating it to mm. restaurant quality and kind of style because the duck is so good to start with and it's lovely. Yeah. 
I think we might have a duck convert. Yeah, I think I'm, you know what? I might go for dashing the next time, the there next time go. it's available. Um, but it is that dressing is absolutely delicious yeah it's it. lovely and I mean mm. even to do it in a salad like you could cook that duck when it's hot coming out of the oven just pull it sh- apart yeah, pull it apart shred it up in a beautiful little salad with an orange vinaigrette okay. a little bit of like red onion a little bit of feta cheese in there a few little pistachio nuts like it would make a beautiful duck salad as well which is really really nice um, while you're having your duck I have mm. brought us some Dauphinoise potatoes again these are with the Emmental and the Gruyere now what I want to tell you about, about the Dauphinoise is not to confuse Dauphinoise with Dauphine potatoes. So okay, what's Dauphine the difference? are little kind of puffs of potato, mashed potato in a crispy kind of shell, almost like a potato croquette oh, in right. a circle. So just in case you see Dauphine and you don't get these layers of creamy, garlicky potatoes yes. coming out and you're wondering why. Dauphine, Dauphinoise. There is the difference. So your dauphinoise are your kind of layers of potato with your garlic, your cheese. Cheese is optional, but I do like to add in a little bit of cheese into mine. Um, and are they easy to cook? They're okay. Yeah, they're not bad. I have a lovely recipe on my website and it's really okay. easy. Um, some people will say parboil the potatoes first and then pop them in the cream with the garlic and almost like, you know, poach them, allow them to infuse in the oven, then put the cheese in, cover them with a little bit of foil um, and they cook down really nicely. But I suppose they're just that very classic, the oh, duck delicious. with the dauphinoise, aren't they? Yeah, and again, it's the Emmental cheese. i them a bit now. Which is really nice. Um, Dauphine and Dauphinois I assume that's like male and female is it? Like Dauphinois I was trying to remember from my Leaving Cert French days yeah I think I think it is but just I suppose to be careful on the menu that it is that is the difference mm. um, The other one then is I suppose if you were going to go with your duck is a cassoulet so if you go up to the Vendée region they have oh, yeah. beans up there that are called mojette um, and they're they're like a protected, you know, like Parmesan cheese and it yes. is protected. So mojette beans. So they're like a cannellini bean, beautiful and soft, beautiful and creamy. Um, and those with those duck legs actually would be gorgeous. So you'd fry off a little bit of onion and garlic. Yes. Um, a little. <laughs> Having bit. said, I wasn't a fan of duck. I'm now. A back, I'm back onto the duck Amazing. and I'm combining it with the spuds. Ah, oh, delicious! Isn't it? Like mm. French food is good. There's no point in saying it's not. You know, you'd go back to France. T- well, I would time and time again. Like I said, for, for the food alone, almost, mm. um, it's delish. And you know what would be lovely actually to pop on top of that is a little bit of fleur de sal, which is the sea salt that they have over again, kind of that Vendée region. Um, you, you can buy it. Like bring it home. I'm. I always. My suitcase is half full coming home with foodie bits. Um, but it's it's it, they, they basically pan the salt, they allow it to evaporate, but it's I suppose it's quite um special in the fact that they can only pan for the salt when it's sunny and dry and there's this slow, steady wind. And okay. as it kind of dries out, what happens is um these little crystals, these almost like flower-shaped little crystals form on top. And you see yeah. it almost looks like a little bit gritty or a little bit dirty when you look at it. It's like little kind of brown little bits in it. Um but it's a very special salt, I suppose. You would never just cook with it. You wouldn't just lash a bit into a stew or something mm. like that. It's what we call a finishing salt. So you'd sprinkle a little bit on a salted caramel or on a piece of chocolate or on boiled eggs would be okay. just beautiful. So if you are going to France, I recommend maybe bringing a little bit of that home. And what's that called? That is a flair de sal. Flair de sal. Yeah, so it's a sea salt. Um, and and this is up really in the lovely. Vendée region we're yeah, up to now. Yeah, okay. we've, we've, moved, we've moved up a little bit. Um, the other thing that they have up there is something called salicornia. Now, this is not a very obvious one at all, but it was just something to keep an eye out for. It grows in the sandy kind of areas, the sea marshes. It's like samphire. And I think in Ireland, we're only getting used to eating samphire. So samphire is like this um, sea plant. So it grows, it has a stem, but it has no leaves. A little bit like 
asparagus, but not like asparagus, really. Right. Um, and we, you'd see it in the fishmongers here in Ireland. But yeah, that one is it's a little it's a little French one to keep an eye out for before you head for dessert. Oh right, okay. Not now. Much like duck, I very rarely order dessert. Like in general. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, if I'm gonna have dessert, I'd, uh, I'd go prefer a starter than a dessert. Yeah. Uh, and if I go for dessert, I. I was gonna, nine, nine times out of ten it's actually underselling it 99 times out of 100 I would just say can I have a bowl of ice cream right yeah that's okay just a bowl of ice cream mix up whatever ice creams lovely. you have ice cream is lovely can't beat it I'm a chocolate dessert person if I okay. were to ever have a chocolate or a citrus kind of dessert um, a bit like you a bit more of the starters but what I have for us today are madeleines what are madeleines? So they're not classically dessert at all, actually. They're very much to have with a cup of coffee. Um, so they're a sponge. Oh. They're a slightly more dense yeah. sponge, okay? So, uh, yeah, slightly more dense sponge. The idea behind them is that they force you to sit down and have a little break. So have your cup of coffee. Don't have it on the go. Don't walk with it. Grab yourself a little madeleine. At well, sorry, be, but I have a full plate here. <laughs> I have a piled high with madeleines and sauce and... Um, a chantilly cream. And a chantilly cream. So yeah, you're not going to be walking around with a coffee. You're definitely not going to walk So what I've done is I've created a, a new French dessert that I'm sure the purists will um, absolutely think is an atrocity. Oh no, they're, they're notoriously open-minded in France <laughs> about people from outside France changing their recipes. They love this I'm, one. They will love this, I'm sure. So what I did was I took a madeleine and I tried to make it into something called a baba rum. Mm. So years ago I was in Nice and... Oh, lovely. Now isn't that delicious? What's in that? So let me tell you. I'm going to tell you what a baba Baba rum is first. Yeah. So a baba rum is, um, it's like this little yeasty kind of cake. Um, and what they do is they soak it in rum. So the place we went, they had this big bottle of dark rum. They must have had about 50 or 60 vanilla pods in the rum. And then they pour the rum over the cake and it soaks into this yeasty oh, little yeah. cake, a little bit of vanilla cream on top, okay? So what I did was I got madeleines instead because working with yeast can be difficult for people bought the madeleines they are shop bought madeleines I did not make my own today um, and you can cheat with the shop bought madeleines because they're good but yeah, I soaked them in whiskey and frangelico which is a hazelnut liqueur it's okay. an Italian one it's not even French I know gets oh worse doesn't God. it um, soaked them in that and then I'm serving it with dulce de leche so this is the French part. Mm. Um, so it's a, it's a caramel. So it's basically like milk that's been slowly cooked with sugar and it forms this amazing caramel. So you've got these hazelnut soaked sponges with this gorgeous caramel on top and this vanilla cream that sits on top. Oh gosh, yeah, that is really good, isn't it? Nice. Like as a dessert goes, it's nice. Yeah, it's it's a slightly different one, but it's a really easy one to make. Oh, I, I really do think I'm going to have to be rolled out of studio um, this week. Uh, if you like the sound of what we've been talking about, how could you not like the sound of what we've been talking about? Uh, a lot of it, as always, is going to be up on Ashling's uh, social media channels and websites. So at Ashling Larkin, and you'll find her in various places there. Ashling, an absolute pleasure. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four. On News Talk.